It's Tuesday, October 5th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Joe Biden said on Monday the federal government could breach its $28.4 million debt limit in a historic default unless Republicans join Democrats in voting to raise it in the next two weeks. Senate Republicans, led by Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, have twice in recent weeks blocked action to raise the debt ceiling, saying they do want action but will not help by voting for the move. Republicans say Democrats can use a parliamentary maneuver known as a budget reconciliation to act alone. Top Democrats have rejected that approach. Asked if he would guarantee the United States won't breach the debt limit, the president answered, no, I can't. That's up to Mitch McConnell, he said. He intended to speak with McConnell about the matter. For months, McConnell has said the Democrats should use the budget reconciliation process to get around the Senate's filibuster rule, which requires 60 of 100 members to agree to pass most legislation. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has refused to use that approach, and Biden on Monday pleaded for Republicans not to block action with the filibuster. Concerns over the debt ceiling contributed to Monday's drop in the stock market. In technology news, the data scientist who was revealed Sunday as the Facebook whistleblower says that whenever there was a conflict between the public good and what benefited the company, the social media giant would choose its own interests. Frances Hagen was identified in a 60 Minutes interview Sunday as the woman who anonymously filed complaints with federal law enforcement that the company's own research shows how it magnifies hate and misinformation. Hagen, who worked at Google and Pinterest before joining Facebook in 2019, said she had asked to work in an area of the company that fights misinformation since she lost a friend to online conspiracy theories. At issue are algorithms that govern what shows up on users' news feeds and how they favor hateful content. Hagen said a 2018 change to the content flow contributed to more divisiveness and ill will in a network ostensibly created to bring people closer together. In other news, OPEC and a Russia-led group of oil producers agreed to continue increasing production in measured steps, delegates said Monday, deciding against opening the taps more widely driving U.S. crude prices to their highest levels since 2014. West Texas Intermediate, the main U.S. oil price, rose 2.3% to close at $77 a barrel. Brent, the international gauge, added 2.5% to end at $81 a barrel, its highest settling price in three years. Climbing oil prices recently had analysts and economists expecting OPEC and its Russia-led allies to lift production more significantly. In the U.S., oil drilling and output have been ticking higher, though they are yet to return to pre-pandemic levels. The last time that domestic crude prices were so high, there were roughly 1,100 more rigs drilling for oil than the 428 at work last week. Average daily crude production in the U.S. has been 6.7% lower than a year earlier, while commercial stockpiles of crude are 15% lower, according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. And, film and television production in North America is in jeopardy of coming to a standstill after its behind-the-scenes workers overwhelmingly voted to authorize a strike for the first time in its 128-year history. 
The International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees said Monday that nearly 99% of registered members who participated voted in support of a strike over the weekend. At issue is a contract standstill over requests for more reasonable conditions for the craftspeople, technicians, and laborers working for streaming companies like Netflix, Apple, and Amazon, including better pay, reasonable rest periods, safer hours, and guaranteed meal breaks. I hope that the studios will see and understand the resolve of our members. The ball is in their court, said Matthew Loeb, the Alliance's president. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.